Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Monday morning. So I am sad to see Melvin Ingram leave the Kansas City Chiefs, um, but at the same time, I'm glad the uh, front office did what they could to at least get something for him. He's headed to Miami. Yeah, and it's a pretty good deal for him. Are the Chiefs going to miss Melvin Ingram? Yes, they will. Sure. But keep in mind, he was only with them for, what, half the season last year, if that. But he was a help. He was a steadying influence at defensive end, and <laughs> his hit helped the Chiefs knock off the Denver Broncos, uh, force the fumble, but that, that's just one. Ingram is 33 years old. It's a good deal for him to go with a Miami team that's plundered Kansas City's roster. They've got Tyreek Hill. They have several others on this team. They're, they're loading up is what they've done, the Miami Dolphins. They need to start winning, and so they've gone to the veterans. So what do the Chiefs do? Are they hurt badly? No. No. Melvin Ingram probably would have played several series on defensive end at age 33. But the Chiefs have drafted for that defensive circumstance. And keep in mind, these are professional players. They know how to adjust. It may take a little while for the Chiefs to adjust to that, but hey, that's what camps are for. That's why you have the training sessions. They'll be, they'll be all right. Kansas City will be okay. Sure, it hurts, but hey, that's part of football, part of the business. Pseudo-contract year for Frank Clark, too, so he's probably going to step up, and some of those rookies could step up into the spotlight. We'll see. Like you said, we're so far away from the season, and anything can happen between now and then, especially through camp and preseason. So we'll see what happens, but at least the Chiefs get something for uh, uh, losing Melvin Ingram. But... Um, a lot of my family yesterday uh, were at the Kansas Speedway at the race. I mean, my mom was there, my stepdad, my aunts, my <laughs> uncles. Uh, one of the guys that works here was there. Um, I actually called her, and I got to see the start of the third stage. Right, go right by him, which was really cool to see. Uh, who won that race last Kurt night? Bush. He, he took the lead with eight laps to go from Kyle Larson. Larson won everything in the world last year and still might. He still might be driver of the year. But here's Bush coming out of the pack and getting the lead and taking that checkered flag. And he, he took it in uh, pretty good style, too. He was quite a ways in front of the field. That's a pretty good race. I don't know what the final attendance was, but they had a pretty good crowd out at the Kansas Speedway. Oh, yeah. That area of Kansas City, and it is Kansas City, Kansas, is where that's located. They're beginning to develop. They're the ones who are putting forth the, the big move to build a new football stadium and get the Chiefs over there. Now, whether or not that's going to happen remains to be seen, but they do have the race. And the race is one of two that NASCAR has at that speedway. They also have, among other events there, on the infield in late September, the a huge cook-off with huge cash prizes and all that sort of thing. So <laughs> they're keeping busy up there. Yeah, you can smell it all the way down here. What's your favorite barbecue? Your brisket? Or what? Oh, no, I'm not a, a if, if anything, chicken. But chicken? Mm -hmm. He'll do the smoked chicken. Next time you invite Ned, make sure to have plenty of it. <laughs> all right, so you know in the past we've always made a big deal about the Missouri State Bears baseball team because they've been great this season, not so much. But the ladies and the softball team, Congratulations for that championship win, my man. It is the first time they have been in the NCAA Division I Women's Softball Tournament since 2011. That is a decade, and that is I'm, I love it for Holly Hesse and her team. They came from, well, they weren't the favorite. Northern Iowa was the favorite, but the Lady Bears playing here at the Killian Softball Complex defeated Northern Iowa 10-4 in the championship game, and that gave Missouri State an automatic berth in the regionals. The regionals begin this coming weekend. Where are the Lady Bears going to go? How about Columbia? 
And who are they going to face? How about Missouri? Now, Missouri State and Missouri don't play each other every year in softball. They have in the past, and uh, Missouri has an overwhelming advantage over Missouri State in records. But don't sell the Holly Hesse's team short. They can play. They have great pitching, a good hitting attack. So does Missouri, for that matter. But we'll see what happens. It's a four-team regional. <laughs> I found this to be extremely interesting, too. The kingpin of all of women's softball in America is Oklahoma. They were 49-1. and one. Think about that now. Yeah. 50 games and they won 49 <laughs> of them one. going into their championship, which they did not win. Oklahoma State beat them, and you know that's Oh, the man. But Oklahoma's still there, and they'll be the predominant favorite. Yeah, but congratulations, Lady Bears, winning that to Missouri Valley. That's that's a big deal, and going into the NCAA tournament, that's huge. Good luck. So you don't see this every day. Albert Pujols on the mound. <laughs> the hell's that about? Well, we got all three wins, and that's one of the reasons why they got the win. Not that Albert was doing a great job. <laughs> he threw a no-no? <laughs> no, not hardly. Not hardly. Final score was 15-6. to The Cardinals belted the San Francisco Giants. Got ahead of them way early. It was 15-2. to <laughs> The Cardinals, they, come on, Albert's in his last year. Let him do what he's always wanted to do, and he always wanted to pitch. So they put him out in the ninth inning uh, on the mound. It wasn't pretty because the Giants lit him up for four runs. And they were laughing. And he was laughing. He was having a big time. He said, it's greatest experience, except when those guys took me deep. And I think <laughs> he, he gave up two home runs. And uh, they, they bashed around one point. Evan Longoria, who's a longtime major leaguer, got a base hit off him. And they stopped the game, and Longoria smiling. And sure enough, who holes through the ball in the Giants dugout and said, keep that for <laughs> I mean, it was a fun time, but 15-6, Cardinals win the game, and uh, really, that's what it's all about. Now they go on the road. We'll see what happens. They're playing the New York Mets now, and the Mets are really Oh, they're tough. one of the tough in, in Major League right now. They are. Well, the Giants were, too, yeah. but, uh, but Cardinals, well, two out of three of the Cardinals take from the Giants this weekend. All right, the Royals are out in Denver, and they got a win yesterday, 8-7. to seven. That's a nice win for Kansas City on the road. The Royals, I tell you, I think really they're going to start to get better here and start to play better baseball. And the Springfield Cardinals got a 7-6 win over the Amarillo Sod Poodles, and now Springfield goes on the road for a week. And they're gone for a week. Do you like the way since the – because when we came back from COVID, they started this new, you know, the team is in town for a certain number of games and they're gone for a certain number of games and they come back as opposed to here for three, gone for five, back for six, gone for two, all the weird stuff. Do you like the consistency they've gone to? I do. I think it's a whole lot better system, and it is for the players because they don't have those tremendous long bus rides yeah. in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. That's that's really not good for an individual. Uh, it, it's uh, tough. It's very tough. It's it's taxing, and it also takes away a lot from their momentum and things like that. So yeah, I do like the six. Yeah, I do too, and it helps them uh, develop and spend more time doing what they need to do, and that's play baseball as opposed to riding on a bus somewhere. <laughs> All right, uh, so we talked about the major guys. What about the college guys? College guys had a tough week. The, uh, the Missouri State Bears took two out of three from Illinois State, but they really needed to take three out of three. Lost yesterday 4-3. Game was held up a little bit because of the rain that came through. Not very much, but nonetheless. And took away from the Bears' momentum, and Illinois State won it with home runs in the ninth inning to win the mm. game 4-3. All right, the Bears have one final series remaining. That's Bradley in Peoria coming up this weekend. 
The best the Bears can do in the Valley now is finish under 500. I'm afraid they're going to be in that play-in game. The, the games are here. They're here at, at Hammonds Field. That's where the tournament's held this year, Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. The winner's an automatic qualifier. But for the Bears, it's been a kind of a star-crossed year. They've had a lot of things go wrong for them with injuries. Keith Gutton won't use that as any excuse at all. He says the team can play better, and, and they can. We'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, well, they need to uh, right the ship. They're running out of time. Now, we need to talk a little bit about the Drury Panthers, who uh, went up and played in their conference tournament up in St. Charles, Missouri, and did not win it. They made it to the semifinal round, got knocked out, and that ends Drury's season because they're not going into the Division II regionals this year. And that's a shame because they've had a great year. But unfortunately for them, Great Lakes Valley is not viewed all that highly by the committee. It's not among the power conferences. So only one team goes, and that one team's Illinois Springfield. Man, that sucks because they had such a hot start to their season. But like I said last week, going into the tournament, you know what? Be proud of what you did, guys, because it was a great, great, great season for them. Um, So last but not least, NBA playoffs. And then there were four. There are. This This is really fascinating. Boston Celtics. Knocked out the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are the reigning NBA champions from last year. Boston Celtics beat them in Boston 109-81. That's put Boston now into the Eastern Conference Finals. And in the West, a huge, huge upset and surprise. Nobody, including moi, gave the Dallas Mavericks much of a chance against the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, everybody thought was going to win the championship itself, the NBA title. Wrong O. It was tied 2-2. Then eventually the series was ended up 3-3 with Phoenix getting the home court advantage, which was last night. Some advantage. Dallas ran them out of the ballpark. 123-90 was the final score. 123-90. Dallas, Luka Doncic, the 23-year-older from Moldovia or wherever it is he's from. Uh, my God, he had he was just scoring at will. And this guy's a really, really good player. A big win. Dallas earns the victory, and now they play the Golden State Warriors for the Western Conference Championship. Then those two winners meet each other for the NBA Championship. It's getting down to title time. Find out what happens. When I looked at that score between the Mavericks and Suns and saw the Suns were down like 40 points, I was like, oh, dear Lord, how does this happen? Game 7, that's just crazy. Uh, you like the Celtics going all the way to the end? Celtics are pretty doggone good, but so are the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I think it might be uh, Celtics Warriors in the end. We'll see, my man. We'll see. <laughs> Ned, you have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow, man. Thanks, sir.